What up, Internet? This is the Not So Legendary Nerd Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dave. And we're just doing this quick intro for you just because in the original recording of the episode, there was a random noise in the background. Not too sure where it came from. All these new, new and exciting things popping up while I'm trying to get this podcast going. Anyways, I hope you, everybody enjoys. And here we go. Today, I got my friend Mac from work. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming in, buddy. Oh yeah, no worries. And uh, today we're uh, we're going to talk about a video game him and I have uh, both enjoyed playing. Um, it was the new God of War game that just came out in May. It was uh, a big talking point in our day-to-day work operations when we should have been working. We were talking about this game. So we figured, hey, let's uh, throw a podcast together and uh, talk about it. So, uh, so Mac, uh Tell me a little about your experience with the God of War franchise. Well, God of War, all-time favorite franchise. It is literally the best series of games I've ever played. So, naturally. That's a bold statement, my friend. It it is. It is. But, you know, it, it speaks for itself. You know, so, yeah. God of War 1, loved it. 2, awesome. And then from that point on, it doesn't matter what they did. I didn't even need to research they said there's a God of War coming out. I'm playing it. So, so did you bother with the uh, the PSP one? I didn't get PSP just because I didn't have the system. But yeah. when they released the uh, when they released the PS3 versions, the remastered, yeah, I got into those. Alrighty, now uh, we've already discussed this a bit, but do you remember how three ended? Vaguely, vaguely. Same here. That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> so we're. Uh, where God of War three ends and how it leads into the uh, into the one that just came out. Um, so essentially, there was a giant three wave battle uh, between uh, Kratos, which is the main character through all the games. If you don't know, uh, Zeus, and then uh, Gaia, the uh, Titan of Earth, shows up uh, after she already got her ass kicked once. Um, Oh, yeah, now I'm remembering her. Yeah, her see, as you see, it's all yeah. coming back to you mm-hmm. now. The Envision. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, Kratos and Zeus were going at it. Gaia showed up and tried to take them both out, kind of ninja style. Yeah. Failed Kratos, just dummied her yet again. And then um, the something that they tell you, uh, it took back from the uh, first game was that there was, the, remember, the Spirit of Pandora? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he uses that. They end up killing Zeus. Um, and, like, there's somehow it tapped into, like, his dead his f- dead wife and child. Yeah. Like, the spirits of them showed up. And they were, like, the like kind of like Dragon Ball, the spirit Kamehameha type mm-hmm. deal. <laughs> Essentially that, but more graphic. Yeah. Uh, and then Zeus ends up dying. But uh, so after that... Um, Kratos bumps into Athena again. Yeah. Saying um, his original act of opening up Pandora's box uh, to defeat Ares in the first one released an evil that messed with all the gods. So she was uh, saying, hey, return the power to Pandora's box and all all will be well type deal. But it was just protecting her. It wouldn't wouldn't do anything. So uh, Kratos and the gangster that he is Ends up taking the the, uh, the blades of Olympus or the blades of chaos, yeah, and stabs himself, murks himself, yeah, um, 
because he doesn't trust the gods anymore and yeah. refuses to help Athena. So when he does that, all the magic and all that gets released and he ends up restoring Greece before the gods did what the gods did to mess up through the entire franchise. Yeah. Then the spirit of Athena grabs the blades and takes off. Yeah. And then uh, fade to black. But then there was like a little cut scene where uh, it shows that Kratos isn't actually dead. Yeah, there's just like a what is it? There's just blood stains and he's gone or something. Yeah, was, sure. yeah, he's just yeah. his body's gone. Yeah. So then, uh, and now it's it. So that was the the big cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. So coming to the new game, he ends up in Midgard, out of all yeah. places, and uh, just wants to be left alone. Yeah. Right. And he's so much more calm. He's so much more calm, has an epic beard. <laughs> um, and the big thing that was taken away, and I knew like when they were doing all the pre-releases and whatnot, they saw that he didn't have the blades anymore. He, yep. had, he, had, the, he had the axe, the Leviathan it was called. Yep. Um, so, what, so, Mac, what were your thoughts initially with the axe? See, so... I usually would follow what was going on. This time, I just thought, okay, so they're making God of War, and I always, I didn't follow anything. So I thought it was a reboot with just the same guy. And I'm like, but it's Norse. How are you going to have Kratos in Norse? I, I didn't even think that it was connected. I just thought they rebooted it. Yeah. I was still going to play it. So it shows up, and he's got an axe. And I'm like, but, but, but the blades, that's Kratos. And who's this guy with a freaking beard? And why does he have his tattoos? What have you people done? So he went into hiding, man. He was yeah. he became one with nature. Yeah. So it actually took a little bit of playthrough for me to realize. Okay, no, this is the same Kratos. And yeah, I'm gonna admit, you know, before when you first start off with the axe, I wasn't really crazy about it. You know, yeah. I mean the the whole being able to throw it and come back. I'm like, oh, I'm Thor. Wait, but you know. I, I got used to it. As you power it up, I it definitely gets a little better. Yeah. So the Leviathan axe was because uh, again, you look into the lore of it, which uh, it's all over the God of War stuff and and other things. Is that this axe was made by the same dwarves, the two dwarves in the game? I can't remember their names at the moment. Brock and Sindri. Oh damn! Oh, I'm all over it. <laughs> Brock. So it was. Those two guys, those two dwarves, end up making Thor's hammer Mjolnir. Yeah. So the way that the, um, not looking at Marvel's Thor and how that all went, but with the um, North uh, Norse mythology that's portrayed in the game, is that because the way that uh, Thor was and how he was, how he acted. He was a giant asshole. He was a giant was asshole. He was just a giant asshole. Um, so they, and there was uh, the world eater, the big giant serpent, oh, serpent yeah. of the lake. So it was like something to uh, battle their, the, his power mm-hmm. and nothing could go against uh, um, Thor's hammer. They made that axe yeah. uh, on request of, um, I think her name is Gaia. The uh, Kratos' uh, second Kratos wife? wife. Faye. Faye, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Faye. Uh, so she made th- she made that, asked them to make that to counteract 
Thor's hammer and the world eater just in case things went even further down the yeah. rabbit hole. Well, yeah, because they touched on it at the beginning. They said it was her axe. Yeah, it was her axe that she gifted to Kratos. Yeah. Um, but he's again, he started the game with Faye, Faye is dead. Yeah. The entire plot of the game, essentially, is just trying to bear, get, spread her ashes, do the right thing. Yeah. Kratos doesn't want to mess with no gods. No. He just wants to chop his trees, grow his beard, yeah. and just do his thing. So okay, so you talked about the uh, the fighting mechanics with it. Yeah. Do you think that because again it's a two handed axe in the game, naturally it'll be a slower combat, but overall the combat sequences and the the engine for the new game is completely different from the other games. Oh yeah. Would you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. No, because you always had the blades or some sort of range type type yeah. weapon and all the others so it was easy like you could actually keep yourself away from enemies now the axe required you to get in up close and personal yeah. which maybe that's the reason i didn't like it because up close and personal i get my ass handed to me <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know i like the i like the blades yeah so know? uh well the axe the reason why they put the same runes on it that uh Mjolnir had so that's why you can throw it and come back no that i did not know and there's other runes added to it, so that's why it freezes people. Yeah. Right? But then as you upgrade, there's the other runes that make it more powerful and other... Yeah. So there's that customized, but there's the, those two main runes yeah. are added to that axe so it can do that. So it's not just Thor's Hammer 2.0. It's just it has the save engravings that... So the dwarves put it on both so it can do the same thing. Yeah. So... um so with the new fighting mechanics we touched on, do you think it's better or worse than what the other games are? See, this is a great part because they changed it up to make the combat more interesting. Again, in the, in the other games, Kratos always felt overpowered. Yeah. Like even if he was dealing with giant guys and you're not fully upgraded, he still felt like, okay, you can easily take these guys. But in this one, they changed the mechanics and like even little guys could get you. You actually had to play smart. Well, yeah, because it was uh it was slower, yeah. I found. Yeah. But it was uh it was slower, but it didn't take away from like just the not necessarily like the gore factor, but it was just like it was very cringe worthy combat. Yeah. Still without the, you know, sixty frames per second button mashing that all yeah. the other games were. No, this one forced you to fight smart. Yeah. And, you know, again, the, the games usually throw a ton of enemies at you. But again, and maybe the maybe the old ones kind of gave you the crutch because before you could just dodge. And his dodge was a roll that got you well out of harm's way. Well, yeah, you dove across the map. Yeah. This one I found lots of times, like, even if I wasn't just doing the little dodge, like the double tap dodge where yeah. he steps out of the way, if you don't do that just right, like, you're still going to get hit. Well, there's the, um, well, like I call them the, uh, the defensive rings. There was oh, yeah. like, if it's like going white or yellow, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's something you can physically block. Yeah. But if it was going red, it didn't you're matter. For. Yeah. You're done for. Yeah. So, um, yeah, on my end, I enjoyed it. It, it was more gratifying after like I killed like 10 guys. Well, yeah. After you have a good fight, it does, yeah. it does feel good. Um, I, the other thing that took me a while getting used to is the fact that if you're not facing the guy, you can't block him. Again, yeah. other games used to make it so much easier. If you block, you're blocking. 
But this one, if he's behind you, which is more realistic, but again, it took yeah. me a while to get used to. Yeah, well, yeah, it makes sense. If you have, if I have my shield up facing north, yep. and I'm getting hit by an ice blade <laughs> from the south, that shield should not stop anything. Yeah, yeah. all it is going to help me break my fall when I fall to the ground. <laughs> um, but adding to the the game mechanics, it's something that they did. Uh, the attitude that people were very interested in, and it ended up being a huge game mechanic, is Atreus, the kid. Yeah. Or boy. Yeah. Yep. Boy. Boy. Do this, boy. <laughs> yeah. Clean your room, boy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was a good game mechanic. I mean, at first, he's kind of like, yeah, again, is he going to be, again, because I went in not knowing anything, yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like, Resident Evil 4, where the kid's going to, where I'm constantly going to have to stop my my battle to go help the kid. But it yeah. actually ended up working out, especially after you upgrade him. Well, yeah, like at the start, it was, he was just there. Yeah. Right? And things like that. There was the odd time that the kid would get captured. Yeah. But that was kind of when I found, like for me anyways, the kid would get captured if I was just dodging so much. Yeah. And like I wasn't actually moving forward with the combat. Yeah. Then the aggro from the from the monsters would just go to the kid. Yeah. And then I would have to save the kid. Um, but yeah, when you upgrade him, because he had the kid runs around with a bow and arrow, and he's almost essential near near yeah. the end. I'm not gonna lie. I used to send people after him. I'm like, hey, you kid, shoot, shoot the arrow at the guy. <laughs> let him focus on you. I'm gonna snipe him from the back. Because he's going to murk me if I come. But you had to, though. Yeah. Like, the um, anything that had the, uh, I'll call it the bottom screen health bar. Yeah. You had to use the kid. Yeah. Because there was, um, even the um, those heavily armored guys where you had to actually break down their layers of armor until oh, they got the travelers, yeah. The travelers, yeah. Like, those guys. They sucked. Well, yeah, they sucked. You And you could not go one-on-one with them. Yeah. Or you would... You could for like three seconds. Yeah. But again, Red Ring of Death would show up and you just get hit yeah, with whatever. Dark. Yeah. Yeah. So the, use, the kid was useful for that. The, uh, although, I don't know, maybe it was just me and I didn't know how to use the light arrows. I found those were useless with him. Oh, like the uh, yellow ones? The the blue ones. The ones oh. that were just for turning on the blue things. I didn't yeah. use them. I used the, the yellow ones. Well, the blue one is more of, was more stun. They did yeah. like because uh, all the monsters um, had their health bar and then they had their stun bar underneath. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The blue one, if you upgraded it fully, um, well, you didn't have to upgrade it fully, but that there built up more of a stun bar. So you can once you have like five arrows, you can have Atreus friggin' pick them off. Yeah. Get three quarters of bar, run up with Kratos barehanded. Punch him a couple of times and didn't just do the uh, just the stun crit and yeah, rip him apart. See again, that didn't really work for me because close combat. I tried to stay as far away so, as possible. So many cool cinematics, man. Because yeah. every different type of monster had a different like kill shot. Yeah, I definitely cinematic. did rip a few apart, but again, yeah. it was more a hey, boy shoot the arrow. I will throw my hammer <laughs> or axe. <laughs> um, there was there was um. Those floating eyes, I can't remember what they were called. The nightmares. The nightmares, yeah. Those fucking things. Yeah. They, those were fun to do a stun tactic. Yeah. So if you got their stun bar up, you could run up, which uh, 
And if you could pull it off, um, Kratos would grab its tail, do like a Hulk Loki thing and smash it on the ground a couple times. Yeah. And then if you could aim it properly, he would chuck it and you can hit something else and then they both explode and kill each other. Mm. Well, you could do that with the, uh, I, I only did that when I got the blades. Because you could pull them with the blades and you'd kind of do that same thing. Yeah. Long distance combat. That's where it's at. Yeah. So, yeah, just, yeah, the blades. So, speaking about the blades, spoilers. Oh, yes. What's up? The, the topic I was, I have it labeled as notable plot points. Yeah. Well, we, should, we probably should have put it at the beginning. But like, spoilers. The game's been out, about. the game's been out for four months, man. I just beat it last month, so <laughs> well, you it's got, possible. Yeah, it's quite possible, yeah. but uh, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll, yeah, right. I'll, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, notable plot points. I'll le- I'll let you go first. So, what parts in that game? We I know which one's gonna come up first. Cause oh yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> I like because I beat the game like the first week it was out. Yeah, and I'm like, there's one point where I had goosebumps. I was so pumped. Yeah, and you're like, I need to get to it. <laughs> so um, I'll I'll let you go first. Oh, obviously, biggest one was when I found out he was gonna go get the blades. Yeah, like I was playing that. It's twelve thirty or so on a weeknight. Yeah, I'm like, I have to go to work, but this is good right now. And I see him making the journey, or he's like. I have to go get something from my past or something. And I'm like... Well, yeah, because he notices, he's like, I cannot avoid my past. Yeah. He, the anger of him trying not to try to fight freaking gods anymore. Yeah. He's like, I, I can't. I tried. I tried. I've done things yeah. that I didn't want to do. <laughs> I got to go go back and get my ass kicking blades. Yeah. Yeah. So that, like, but I you, was sitting there going, oh, my God, blaze of chaos. Because you have to spend, like, almost, like, five, ten minutes... Yeah, doing the little journey. Doing down the little journey. Lane. Yeah. Because uh, all, all you can do is go left and right. Yeah. That's it. It's not like you can paddle faster in your boat. No. It's just there. And it's just like, yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, you know, that was the most exciting thing for me because you got a message at freaking 1 a.m. in the morning. That I did. <laughs> in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I woke up, look at my phone, and it's like, I thought blades are chaos. <laughs> um, taking down the first dragon. The, the the dragon that was part of the uh the storyline. Yeah. That was a very cool fight. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Although the one thing I found with that is it almost felt like it was a little easier. Like yes. they, like they held your hand a little too much. It was it was surprising to me that, you know, for a boss type battle. Yeah. That it could be easier than defeating some of the freaking, you know, the, the the normal enemies. It just took time. Yeah. Which is which is fine. Yeah. Um, but within the game, there's three other dragons you gotta take out. Or you free. Yeah. Cause essentially what they um what the cause you go through the game and you find out that uh and it reminded me of the Hobbit so much. Because that, like, one of the dragons you go up and fight was actually a dwarf that succumbed to his greed of gold. Oh yeah, he was uh, the gold hoarder. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he ends up turning in because like, because of that, it's the dra- it's a curse. So you end up turning into a dragon. Yeah. So I'm like, Frodo, <laughs> we need the One Ring of Power to deal with this one. <laughs> um, 
I think yeah. I found two of those dragons. I got to find the other one. But yeah, I got two, I, I got two out of three. Um, all right, your turn. What's up? What what other plot point? I think you know what. Even early on, like that first fight with Baldur, because again, yes, I'm still not, and because of how I went in, I'm still like, okay, so is this is just a reboot? And you know, like, is this Kratos still a god? Like, I can see he's strong, but like, does he still have that same badass? And then that first fight comes, and they're just shaking up the place. Well, yeah, because you're just. When that comes around, I'd say you're probably at a point where you've just adjusted to the new fighting mechanics. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, you have like a five, ten minute, like, sit, like it feels like a cinematic boss fight. Yeah. But you're not sitting back, putting the controller down and watching a cinematic. No. Like a cutscene. Like you're heavily involved. It goes a little bit of the... Press circle, press square. <laughs> but all the other God of War games did that yeah. at some point in time, right? But it was it was violent. Yeah. There was nothing. And oh, I'll use this as my uh, my cool thing. The game looked beautiful. Oh, that game was gorgeous. Yeah, even during like the crazy, crazy fight scenes, it did not go away. Like yeah. it did not drop, like the frame rates didn't drop or nothing like that. Yeah, like it was, it was made for the like because made for the PS4. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, so like they made sure that the parameters of the game was built on was made for that. Like I w- I wouldn't even want to like I'm just rocking the regular PS4. Yeah, imagine doing that on like on a PS4 Pro, oh, like a pump out like 4K. It'd be beautiful. Yeah, it'd be beautiful. It would just be nuts. Um, no, I know they they wrung every bit of power out of this system because, well, I got the my my system's fairly new, fairly new to the uh, when they when they had first released it. Yeah, and that fan was going like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna overheat. You may have to go buy some compressed air, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> or make sure one of your kids didn't shove a Cheeto in there. They probably did. Yeah, it's just it's a Cheeto. That's eighty percent air. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, the boat when you're when you're traveling around in the boat, um, just the, Atreus asking Kratos to tell stories. Oh yeah, that one was good because Kratos is still the cold, shut off badass that he's always been. Uh-huh. And then you have this like eight year old kid, like tell me a story, and he's <laughs> like, the goat and the buffalo got together and they went to the <laughs> same watering hole. The buffalo knew not to go to the watering hole because there was crocodiles. The goat did not listen. The goat died. (laughs) Again, not a natural story, but that's essentially what it is. is. Yeah, that is it. And then the kid would be like, well, what's the moral of the story? Don't go to the watering hole. (laughs) But um, when you get the head. Yeah, Mimir. Yeah. His stories are great. Yeah. I found myself just paddling. I had an objective to go to, but I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going until the story's finished. But it was a cool thing because, like, if you were mid story, yeah, with uh, Mimir or Kratos, and you got off the boat, it would pause. It'd be like, I'll finish the story later, boy. And then you go kill a bunch of dudes, get back in the boat, and, and then Atreus would be like, let's finish telling the story about the crazy goat that got eaten by the alligators. 
Yeah. See, I didn't want to take that chance, so I just kept doing it. <laughs> so you just, <laughs> so I'm so just, just paddling in circles, just paddling in circles, waiting for the store to end. Yeah, yeah. So um, you could have probably shaved the game down by like a week. You know, <laughs> given the limited time I had to play, if I'd known this, yeah. I could probably have set it was up just, my play. It would start right, right back after, like, yeah. It, and it wasn't like glitchy, and like he was like mid sentence, mm. like it was like, like he finished his sentence, got off the boat. And say like I'll finish this later. Yeah. And they get back in the boat, and then you're like, "Oh, let's finish the story about so and so." And then it just pick right back up. Like it was very smooth. There was no choppiness in See, it. See, I worried about it because there were some elements, and I don't know whether you experienced it too, where if you're not standing the right way, the kid will start talking or having a conversation, and it's completely faint. The only reason I know is because I have the subtitles on. But then if I face him. Then I can hear the conversation. So, like, I missed some of the exchanges that he'd have with some oh, of the yeah, like characters. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't see that. I never yeah. had that. Yeah, there'd be times where I'd be by the dwarfs. And if I'm not facing the right way, like, you can hear the kid. He's having a conversation. And you can't hear it. But then if you turn and face him. Well, because he's usually having, um, having a conversation with the dwarves. Like, yeah. a back and forth. Um, yeah, no, I never... I'm for, I guess maybe I lucked out. And yeah. So that's why I wouldn't get off the boat. I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to just going to go around and around in circles. Um, all right. Oh, what's up? You're, you're up next. Well, no, what else, what else was good? Cause I, I got, I got one locked. So if you steal it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, I think it was the next one was when he went into hell. Oh, I hate you. Hel- <laughs> Helheim? Yeah, Helheim was amazing. Yeah. You went into Helheim. I really did expect that there was going to be more. Yes. They just opened it up for so many more things to come about. Yeah. And maybe they're leaving that for the sequel. But what, do you, what do you think? The first or the second time you go into Helheim? First one. See, I like the second one. Yeah? The second one was cool because you had to fight. You had to like physically fight your way out. Yeah, that's true. That was, that was a pretty cool fight sequence. Yeah, that that was that was good. That was good. I just liked the first one because of there's a lot more the, depth. Yeah, and the promise. Yeah, you know, because I thought, oh, okay, at some point I'm going to come back and I'm going to go ag- across that bridge that they say not to go across. Yeah, because so like, I'm Kratos, I will go across because I do what I want. Yeah, that didn't come about, so it was the more the promise of that that I really enjoyed. Um, I'll, I'll try not to spoil it because I want to leave some. Uh, some surprises, but the the reason why I like the second time is um, we remember the huge fight sequence on the way out. Yeah, the weird con- contraption that was made, and you had to keep uh, keep the fires lit. Yes, that was good. That was that was good. I'm like, how? No, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, like I, I understand the science behind it. Yeah, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, whatever, man. I'm yeah. I'm in Helheim. Maybe, maybe, maybe. sure. This, Why not? This is what works. Yeah, yeah. it works. Um, crap, see, you stole mine. Um, I think that I also really enjoyed the final, the final battle with Baldur. Like yes. when they're like when they're really about to take him out. Like how Kratos and Kid were working together. That was a badass scene. I had to. I had to well, yeah. record that video. And then, well, that's just it. Like after, as the game went on, you these these crazy like cinematic fights. 
yeah. that were just going off, like going crazy. But there was commentary mm-hmm. between both of them, right? So it wasn't wasn't just a bunch of fighting, bunch of fighting, bunch of fighting, and then oh, the health bar is low. Okay, well, he's gonna tell me what his, what his next steps are. Yeah, like no, like they it was like a real fight. Yeah. Like, they were yelling at each other. They were telling that you can't do this. Like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your kid and all this other yeah. things going on. Like, like oh, the fight, the fighting was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I wish there were more boss battles. Yes. So, I will, the one thing I'm going to do now, and it was the one thing, it's like, after you told me you beat the game. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to say what on here, what, what it is. But when I told you, so after the you you uh you finished the final thing. Oh yeah, when I was ready to just go, Myron, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Move on. Yeah. And I'm like, did you listen to Kratos and go home? Yeah. And you're like, no. I'm like, dude, what are you yeah. doing? You're not done. You're not done. Yeah. Um, because that there that that little part there, I feel is what is going to be the sequel. Yeah. If if it is. And based on everything that was discussed, because again, they covered a lot of stuff and all that narrative between all the fights. Yeah. Because again, because of this, you know, the dynamic of Kratos actually working, because in the old games, Kratos worked with nobody. You know, it's just like, you are useful to me only to tell me the information that I need, or I'm going to rip it out of your throat. (laughs) And And there's no tact to him whatsoever. It's just give it to me or I'll kill you. Yeah, and it was um, with this game, you didn't like when the God of War franchise started. Kratos was a crazy leader within the Spartans. It was the Spartans, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, again, made a deal with Ares, got the blades, became a crazy freaking warrior that just went ape shit and yeah. murdered everything. The start of this, he's in Midgard, low key, like, the farmer's goats have more priority of <laughs> of what's going on in that world than what he does because he wants nothing to do with anybody. Yeah. But as the story goes, he does what Kratos, do- Kratos does and just starts pissing off the gods. Yeah. Just like all the other games. But this time around, he didn't want to. He wasn't even trying to. He's just, I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah. I yeah, My wife died. Her final wishes were this. Let's go, boy. Yeah. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> Which he ended up being at one point in time. Yes. When uh, when he has his uh, Shyamalan plot twist about his uh, father's heritage. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm a god. I can do what I want. Mm. God. No. I I remember I remember telling him, like, I want the kid to die. Yeah. No, that was my like, thing. Yeah. That, like, was that, that was 45 minutes of the game. I'm like. I know it's not. I know it's not going to happen because it's a video game, and they will not openly kill kids. Yeah, but yeah, uh, no the uh, the kid and his annoying "I'm a god" thing. Yeah. See, I can handle the "I'm a god" thing. It was just the Kratos. You're a guy who would just throw somebody off a bridge because he was in your way. Yeah. And now you're letting this kid. Talk. I was expecting a backhand again. It's a video game, and we're in 2018. You don't beat kids. No. So, um, but oh, that was that was annoying. Yeah, but it was nice again the second time they go back into Helheim. Yeah, yeah. The kid's like, uh, "Dad, 
that wasn't me. And he's like, yeah, that was you, boy. And he's like, so essentially, he's like, I think yeah, it's like an eight year old. Like, was I a douchebag? Yes, yes boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So we kind of you got so any anything else? Any anything else that sticks out? That In was like moments. No, no, you know, it's just again that promise. The I'm now eagerly awaiting a sequel. Yes. Because they so, covered a lot of things. They have a lot of questions that need to be answered. Well, again, it's where the uh, the uh, the scene after you go home, after you beat the final story, yeah. how that played out, that's what I thought this game was going to be, was like you were going to end up in that scenario. Yeah. And things are, things are going to get things Old get Testament. Real. Yeah. Like I was waiting for it. Again, the game did get... Old Testament ish, just not in the violent way that I thought it was going yeah. to. Yeah. So I think the sequel is going to go back to the God of War roots. I think so. I think, yeah, maybe they maybe they played a little bit safe because they're like, all right, we want to make a different game from the usual, but we're not sure how they're going to receive a complete either. So let's not go completely. But this one was more story driven. Yeah. Than the other more. games. Not that there was no story in the like the other games, but it was like I found I well I felt playing through like one two and three, there was a plot, but it would explain why I'm getting ninety seven combo hits, yeah, and things like that. Like that was the base of the game. Yeah, this was like eighty percent story driven. Like I didn't care about the combos. Yeah, no. I, I I cared when it mattered. It's like I'm going to die. Okay, I'm. I <laughs> you need to die before I die. Yeah, fact. See, that was a good. That was a good thing. Because yeah, you're not worrying about combos. You're just like, no, I want to hit you as many times as I can so you die. Yeah. So uh, no, yeah. If they can keep the plot going in that same like eighty percent plot, twenty percent game mechanic, feel for it. Like it's. Well, even when I said, like, I, I I beat the game in a week, I'm like, this is better. This is going to end up being a game of year. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it was up for reward. Like, well, the uh, anticipation yeah. for awards within the first month of being out. Oh, it's it was an incredible game. They yeah. made an incredible game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, th- I think uh, I think we uh, – if uh, – if everyone listening out there, if uh, you have anything else to add that we haven't touched on, um, by all means, we got the Twitter, we got Facebook. Just throw it out there. We'll keep the conversation going. Um, I'll uh, end it on uh, Mac. Thanks for coming by to hey, the uh, to the studio apartment studio, the Nerdvana of a studio. Yeah, this place is incredible, guys. It's mine. You can't have it. Oh, I'm leaving with something. No, no, no. Like I'm just starting out, man. I don't I don't have gift bags to give out. I'll give you a firm handshake. But uh but yeah. Thanks uh thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you in another time. This podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. The music for this episode is labeled Delightful D by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com. You can get updates and posts of the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for at NSLegendNP. If you're looking for more details about the information of this outro, just visit NotSoLegendary.ca. 